Millions of households will be plunged into Christmas blackouts unless ESCOM strictly preserves the remaining emergency generation reserves. And now this adds a new threat to the country's slowing economy ahead of the festive season. Joining us now is energy analyst Ted Blom. Thank you so much for your time, Ted. Should South Africans brace themselves for a dark Christmas? No, absolutely. I think uh, we've got big problems and tomorrow it gets worse because Kuburg 1 goes down for six months. So uh, we, if, if, if there's not a miracle overnight, uh, we will be at level 7 uh, load shedding by this time tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Absolutely tragic if we do get to that point. Of course, we have seen um, businesses really struggling under even stage 6 load shedding and even lower stages of load shedding. So ESCOM has said that they really don't have any money for more diesel to run the gas turbines to mitigate load shedding. What are the options that ESCOM has right now in terms of where to look to sort out that cash crunch? Well, I think I think what they need to do, and, and cash is going to be a difficult uh, issue on whatever you need to do. Uh, if, I mean, everybody knows that if you need to do some work or if you go, need to go to the doctor, you need money or a medical aid. Uh, the medical aid is the treasury, and if treasury doesn't want to come to the party, uh, then you're sitting in between a rock and a hard place. But the fact of the matter is, I tabled a proposal to Eskom senior executives at top level in 2019, where I suggested this matter will come to a head, and it now has come to a head, and Eskom keeps on complaining of not having space to be able to do proper maintenance. Um, I suggested that we import emergency power. Uh, Beirut imported emergency power and was delivered within seven days after that massive explosion at their major power station. Uh, we could uh, import uh, uh, 1,000 megawatts every three weeks. We need about five to 6,000 megawatts according to my calculations and the CSIR. And then that would create enough space for Eskom to uh, do proper refurbishment and maintenance as Mr. Dereite undertook to do in 20, uh, 2020 and uh, since reneged on. So Mr. Dereite actually owes us an explanation as to why he didn't carry on with his commitment and promises to do the midlife refurbishment of Eskom. He's wasted a lot of valuable time and now we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. And the only way out of this is to get an call in the emergency team Getting, uh, getting in uh, emergency services and experts because clearly Eskom doesn't have the experts who are capable of executing a turnaround at Eskom. And uh, we do a three to five year emergency procurement program, and not 20 years like the car power ship nonsense corruption uh, deal. And uh, we bite the bullet and we get the thing going. And I've got a plan on how we can fund this whole mess. Uh, if, uh, and I, but I didn't think it would be necessary for Treasury and Eskom to come to me for a plan, given that they've got so many expensive experts inside and in-house. But if they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, they can come to me. I've got a very easy plan on how we can finance the emergency procurement. But then they mustn't come to me to play games. I don't play games. I've yeah. it the way I see it. And there's no nonsense. All hands must be above there. Talking about that, um, because funding is really a big issue uh, because uh, ESCOM tends to look to Treasury um, to support their purse and to uh, the electricity consumers as well. So what are the key things that ESCOM does need to look into uh, when looking at funding? Well, it's, it's very easy. I mean, uh, ESCOM is like a little baby. 
you know, uh, they, they need to suck on the teeth all the time, whether it's the treasury teeth or the public teeth, and they keep on coming and they're making us more and more uh, uh, disadvantaged uh, by pushing up the tariffs through the roof. Uh, the proper escom tariff should be no more than 50 to 60 cents a kilowatt hour. Anyway, but there are, are ways and means of financing this emergency power, but not while the same, same people, incompetent people, are in charge of making decisions. So either we get a proper A-team in there who can now sort the mess out for once and for all. And uh, as I said, I've tabled the proposal to Eskom's executives. One of their senior executives who was delegated the job of engaging with me told me, Hey, Tilly, good to see you back here. Well, hold on tight and watch the space. Well, it's been since 2019 and I'm still watching the space and things are just getting from bad to worse. So uh, if we are serious about sorting it out, I've got, uh, I'm available to advise and help implement an emergency plan. I can't do day-to-day -day work. I'm too old and my health doesn't uh, hold up anymore after my bout of cancer. But I've got a team of people who previously ran Eskom in a very uh, uh, exceptional manner. We're part of the winning team that got Eskom the Global Award in 2001. We're all old and uh, long in the tooth and either hairless or really grey. But uh, we're available. We, I mean, I did the call around when Mr. Mabuza said to me, Teddy, we need help. I did a call around and out of my team of 15 people, one person said he can't travel because of Alzheimer's, but he was happy to do it uh, from overseas via Zoom or whatever. Everybody said they're prepared to roll up their sleeves and come and help rescue Eskip. Now the situation is far worse. And we need more than the team that I had before. We need international experts with expertise in turning around the utility. And we need the politicians to take their grubby paws out of the trough. Uh, just lastly, Ted, I mean, we have this long delay when it comes to the release of the year-end results. Really adding to their woes, what do you think we can expect when these results finally are revealed? Well, the reason people hold back on results, uh, in my 43 years of experience, is because they're trying to hide something. They're trying to recalculate, or they need negotiations with their auditors, and mostly the auditors have come because they want the money for a big audit. So uh, the fact of the matter is if the results are delayed, it's because Eskim is insolvent, it's totally bankrupt, and without uh, standby facilities from uh, the, the Treasury, uh, it's a not a going concern. And uh, this is not the first non-going concern uh, or, or dilapidated. organization that the current executive of Eskom have, have, have uh, managed uh, under their belt. And also you must ask yourself, what happened to the board? The board said, give us a month. It's now been more than two months and the board is stone, stone cold silent. I mean, I thought we brought in all the best experts and they're now going to do the magical turnaround. Uh, I questioned that board. I said, uh, the people that are involved here, the ones that have got experience, were blind to the previous corruption within Eskom. So what's going on at Eskom? What's going on with the ministry? The ministry said he magically found 50 million litres of diesel. Treasury, the Minister of Finance says, well, he can't pay for that uh, 50 million litres of diesel. Mm -hmm. So now suddenly the 50 million diesel, which anyway came from a corrupt and bankrupt uh, Petro SA, has also evaporated. Evans uh, knows what's going on. But in the meantime, we're punishing South Africans day in and day out. It's not funny anymore. Yeah. And uh, I'm getting the people wanting to take yeah. their action into their own hands and, and that's not going to solve the problem yeah. we need to be calm and collected and do the right thing we can't be reactionary and start doing stupid things uh, that yeah. makes the situation actually worse right. uh, we, and we need 
All right, and we shall wait and see well, for Alex, those. Beyond ridicule, leadership. We need the politicians to take their heads off. Yeah, and uh, Ted, sure. we shall wait and see for those financial results to come out. Uh, hopefully, uh, sometime during the month, so that we can dissect that balance sheet. But thank you so much for your time and for your insights. That was energy analyst Ted Blom.